You like that? That was pretty hipster. Please don't ever do that again. Those are, that's what all the, the hip youths are saying. Uh, do you, how many consecutive episodes do you think I can say youths? Well, I don't, you know, I, what I'm determining is you're starting to realize you're no longer a youth. Oh, I've realized that since I probably was a youth, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I felt old for a long time. There's, there's a point where you're like, and it usually happens when you have kids where you're like, okay, there's no way I can pretend like I'm hip anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody hand me the Crocs. It's over. It's game over for this old man. Yep. Here we are again. You know, Here we are. Right back at it. It's, it's been so long. I didn't like this drive, man. I know. It's it was okay. cold. Yeah, it's getting that time. I was freezing my butt off. Oh, man, it's getting that time. I'm so depressed. By the time this comes out, surely snow will be on the ground. It is on the ground at my house. Uh, luckily for us, it hasn't hit Wasilla just yet. Yeah. But that's due to change in the next week. For I need sure. to put that snowblower together. I need to get my life in order. Yep. And I need to prepare for another. Oh, no. God, it's another one. It's another one. Speaking of cold days. You know what got me over here? What? I knew that I was going to be warm in the studio today. There you go. And speaking of being warm in the studio, I had a perfect segue, and then you topped it with another perfect segue. <laughs> so, uh, actually, to get this episode started, I wanted to shout out a local business that is responsible for us feeling warm in the studio because there was a period of time where right when it started to chill out in the fall i turned on the heater and it was like no you know what scott i'm good and it just didn't turn on and i was like oh this is great thank you great timing as always right you know past couple years we've had issues with that heater and it we got through last winter and then this winter it just completely went out and unfortunately we couldn't just last night. Like I tried to weatherproof this thing with my dad when he was out here and it was still cold as hell. Every time I was in here, I couldn't feel my fingers. So I couldn't feel my face. Yeah. And the weekend can't feel his face when he's with you, but he likes it. Yeah. So we reached out to, I was looking for an affordable person to come in and fix the, the shop heater because quite frankly, you know, we're not rolling in the big bucks doing this show at all. Not yet. Not yet. And hopefully very soon, but who's, who's to say when that's going to happen? You know what I mean? So uh, I found this guy, Matt, and he came out, gave a, a quote, you know, was very quick to respond and was very sociable. Nice dude. Brought his kid out. And he's got a business out here called Affordable Heating LLC. I would not recommend him enough. He did a fantastic job. He was in and out within you know five hours. We ended up needing an entirely new heater. He found us one that had a couple dents in it in Anchorage, and so we got it for one hell of a bargain. He got it installed within five hours, and he was out. And it turns out he listened to the show. I mean, I guess that happens when you come into a studio and there's all kinds of weird stuff on the walls. Definitely. And uh, so, yeah, shout out to Matt. If you're in the Wasilla or, you know, I guess local areas, reach out to him if you have any HVAC needs. It is Affordable Heating LLC. Just look him up. He's my hero now. I'm warm. Yeah, he's Christian's hero. Anything from new construction, uh, remodels, furnace repair, replacement, water heater repair, replacement. This is your guy. So tell him the Freaky D sent you. If you're locally and you're like us having issues with your heater. And it's that time of year. Yeah. And also shout out to Tony Merkel. Another big reason we have a heater in the shop. The dude is a gem. Yes. Um, Thank you, Tony. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's how we're starting this episode off was a nice little paying homage to that guy that was almost like a commercial it was it started off like one we kind of pitched it like are you cold no i was freezing outside and then i came in the shop and there's a heater who would have guessed but yeah shout out matt at affordable heating in wasilla You are now entering the realm of the Freaky Deaky, an unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the 
frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter, white picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. <clears throat> Alleged true stories. Christian, just... <sighs> okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality. About time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically. Yeah, now let's get into the show. Planet Serpo. This episode comes from Jeremy. I believe it is. I believe on Instagram, Jeremy talked about Planet Serpo. And I was like, that sounds familiar, but I have no idea what it's about. You, at the time, had just read a book, right? That was similar right. to the top. Weird. There's always something that kind of like correlates. And you're like, wow, what great timing this is. Right. So I should, um, I should probably look up the title of the book. You should probably do that while I'm yammering on. While Christian's doing that, welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. We're glad you're here. If you are new to the show... Or if you've been listening for a while and haven't done it yet, I don't know why, but maybe you can. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, do us a favor, whatever you're listening on, actually, just give us a five-star rating if you could do that. You know, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, we're trying to grow those charts specifically. 10, 15 seconds of your time really goes a long way in helping us do that. If you have an experience of your own that you'd like to hear on the show, or you just want to share it with us or talk to us in general about the show, send that into the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. Or find us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and now YouTube, where we post bonus stories occasionally. It used to be every week, but it's kind of a busy season for me, so I'm not sure if every week is ideal. But from time, subscribe on YouTube is what I'm saying. Who cares when it is? Just subscribe to the channel. You yeah. get it. So if, you're, anyway. if you're watching, we'll make a, we'll we'll figure out a way to make it every week. Yeah, we'll find a we will find a way in a world where you can't find ways very easily. No. That's a trailer that doesn't need to be told. Anyway, Christian, let's get on with this project. Project. I keep wanting to say project. Planet Serpo, share the deets, man. Spill the beans. I think you want to keep saying project because we've always talked about project this or that, but mm. we've never talked about planet this or that. Yeah. Yeah. Planet Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun. Anyway. Uh, the, you're having fun. <laughs> yeah. So I used the book, The Secret Journey of Planet Serpo, a true story of interplanetary travel by Lynn Caston. Wait, I'm sorry. What was the name? Lynn Caston. Oh, okay. <laughs> that came, that came across <laughs> like one word. It was like, by Lynn Caston. I was like, <laughs> when I heard it come out, I was like, what the hell did what I just it, say? Molasses? And I knew you were going to catch it. Yeah, I always do. I also went to the website planetserpo.org. Hmm. Which, which would probably have all the information. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot. I... I was going through it, but there was a lot more information. I got the yeah. basics. But if you want to take a deep dive, planetserpo.org. Yeah. And I have not done any research for this episode, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. So did I'm you? feeling pretty prepared. Did yeah. you? No, I didn't. But for the joke, I did. Okay. Anyone that is older than my knees gets that reference. Let's continue. Okay. So you've heard the story of Roswell, right? What's that? Just kidding. The Roswell crash. Yeah, I got you. 
There was a little bit of a different story to it that is supposedly not the story we know. In this crash in New Mexico, Hmm. there was a surviving alien that had a communication device when I guess he was captured, rescued, whatever you call him. Probably not rescued. Captured sounds par for the course. So, Hmm. So that's where we're going. And it led to us sending U.S. citizens, military citizens to another planet. And this has nothing to do with like Majestic 12 or anything? I'll let you be the judge of that as we get through. Hmm. I don't think it does. Nice. It's totally different. Completely different interplanetary travel. I like it. Yeah. So in November of 2005, information was started being released by a senior official of the Defense Intelligence Agency. The official called himself Anonymous. This was before the Anonymous we know of now. So it probably wasn't like trademarked or anything. No, Hmm. no. And he was not working alone. There were six people in total. Three were current employees um, and three were former employees of the DIA. Gotcha. And you've seen the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind or have you heard of it? Yes. Okay. It's classic, I think, 1970s alien. Oh, yeah. It was said that when President Reagan watched it and then he got together with the director, Steven Spielberg, he's like, you don't know how true this really is. And this is supposed to relate to Planet Serpo. Because in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, hmm. at the end, some of the, the humans get in the ship and go to another planet. Was it at all, like, is there any kind of record of Reagan saying that? Or is it all just like hearsay? Like, it's kind of hearsay. Yeah. Um, but a lot, of, a lot of people at the time the movie came out, there was a lot of rumblings that this was a true story. Interesting. And none of those rumblings were marketing, I hope. No. No. Hmm. It was more like the underbelly of the early community that follow that kind of stuff gotcha you know it's we're in the 70s things were a lot different for these whether it was the ufo community or or whatever yeah the conspiracy community was not like it is now yeah they weren't necessarily a community back then more so just a group of people entitled the crazies yeah it was harder to be a community back then but there were people that got together to talk about and study these things even then okay so the the dia official said that the crash at roswell didn't happen the way we think there were two crash sites and I, we've, I think we've heard this a little bit about there possibly being another crash. That it was maybe a collision of two craft UFOs. Mm. One was southwest of Corona, New Mexico, and the other site was Polona Peak, also in New Mexico. And again, all the beans died except for one who was found hiding behind a rock. This alien was given water but declined food, and he was taken to Los Alamos. Do you know where Los Alamos is? Is that a prison? No. Los, Los Alamos is like in New Mexico. It, I believe that's where they worked on the nuclear bomb. Oh, is that where they worked on a nuclear bomb? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just going to cut out everything. Is that. <laughs> that a prison? <laughs> they took him to prison. They took the alien to prison. Yeah. I said, you're part I of mean, the system kinda, now. It kind of was prison. Yeah. And my understanding was the reason they went there first, because they had cold storage for the dead ones. Oh, nice. Yeah. Big old walk-in deep freeze. Yeah, pretty nice. much. Had one of those at McDonald's. Like, I just stopped there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I didn't mean, think about that, though, did they? No. No. I mean, Over a billion sold? Come on. Or billions and billions? Come on. They, they, yeah. Got to keep that meat somewhere, dude. Yeah, probably would have added some extra taste to it. Mm. We're just wrong. Okay. So like I said, the alien had a communication device. So the Americans had its people or other, its fellow aliens come to Al- Alamogordo, New Mexico. That sounds familiar. Yeah. It, it's a city. We've, we've touched on something in Alamogordo. I though. think so. It's pretty popular in, in this area, but hmm. 
this is and they retrieved the bodies of the of the dead from the crashes and they were able to speak english because they had a translation device so they were able to communicate with the human so in 1965, an exchange program was set up and 12 military personnel were selected. They were vetted, trained, and removed from military, the military system. So their records were gotten really rid wiped. Of. Yeah. Interesting number, 12. That is an interesting number. But not so majestic, 12. Not according to hmm. the story. They had various skills and there's some varying reports, but there were 12, there were supposed to be 10 men and two women and they were picked up in the northern part of the Nevada test site, which... Classic. Yeah, we all know where that's at. Mm -hmm. When they picked up the 12, they dropped off an alien to stay because it was an exchange program. It's a weird, weird trade, but... Yeah. The alien that had uh, crashed lived until 1952, hmm. hanging out in the US. That's the sitcom that we deserve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I would watch that. Yeah, and I think I read something that it likes strawberry ice cream, but I can't be sure on that one. Well, of course it did, Christian, because everyone does. Yes. Okay. I agree. You think we're going to give it to the alien who's going to be like, disgusting? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, you're right. This alien actually provided a full explanation for everything that was on the, the craft that the U.S. military found. Told them everything about their technology and all that fun yeah. stuff. But going back to the crew on Planet Serpo, they were supposed to remain there for 10 years. So it wasn't a short trip. So they must have not had families or anyone that would they, they miss picked, them. They picked people that would not have those kind of attachments. They had the skills they needed that did not have those kind of attachments and that they could make kind of disappear from the system. Weird. And that was around the beginning of the Vietnam War. So it probably was pretty easy to make people. I mean, you're already drafting people as it is. So yeah. why not just they have to throw a few more in there that are lonely? Well, then, you know, they can say they were killed into Vietnam or something mm, like that. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Something went wrong and they didn't return until 1978, so a little more than 10 years. Did they say what went wrong? Mm, I think it was just something with the travel, some mm. miscalculations or... And, and it kind of happened even before they went. Yeah. The first time they tried to set up a meeting, it, it kind of went, went a little bit wrong because they, they were trying to figure out where the planet was and real technical stuff that I don't understand, but yeah, navigation type stuff. It's weird that the aliens can just be like, all right, yeah, you're going to hit this planet. And if you see this one, you've gone too far. Yeah. If you or just guide us there, you know, via starship. Well, I, and the ship that these, the soldiers went in was supposed to be pretty big. They had some trouble in the traveling because they were dizzy and disoriented and stuff like that. Cause they weren't used to that kind of travel. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Seven men and one, one woman returned in 1978. Oh, did the other ones find love? Two died on the alien planet. That's not love. And two chose to remain. Maybe love. What kind of experience do you have to have on an alien planet to be like, oh yeah, this is my shit right here. Count it, me in. Well, it could also be, I mean, you never know. I mean, we've seen that throughout history. People become close to where, whoever, like if, say, certain people came to the Americas, yeah. became close to the Native Americans. Like an interstellar Jane Goodall out there with the gorilla alien people. Are you comparing aliens to gorillas? Yeah. It's just wrong, man. Yeah, well, if it's wrong, I don't want to be right, Christian. You I guess about so. That? Those that returned were isolated until 1984, and they would, so they would be shuttled back and forth between various military in installations. So basically, they were kept out of the public eye for a while. Some of it was that would be annoying. Yeah, some of it was probably mm -hmm. to make sure they didn't bring back any diseases, but also these people didn't exist in the normal sense of the word, and 
what they did was super secret. So yeah. you can't just until you figure out you can you just come back and live a free life. Yeah. You know, we're going to shuttle you. You got to where you got to go. Walmart. All right. We're on you. We got you. Just give us a list. Yeah. Now, there are some in the know that say that no women were sent and that saying the women were part of the mission was some kind of red herring. I'm not sure what kind of red herring that is. If they were trying to be woke beforehand or. Yeah. I mean, that kind of mission. What what are you covering up? What's going on here in the homeland that you're covering up in that time period? What was going on in the mid 80s? What was going on in the mid 80s? A lot of cocaine. There was that. Sure. I'd like to have one episode without a drug reference, Christian, if that's doable. Okay. Miami Vice was the show. Knight Rider. Yeah. What about. Everybody loved Michael Jackson and Bill Cosby. Wasn't Project Montauk going on around that time? Or is that some? Am I thinking something else? There were a lot of. There's a lot of stuff going on. Who cares? Who cares? So the people that disagreed or said that there were no women on this trip, they break it down as 12 military men, eight from the Air Force, two from the Army, two from the Navy, two were doctors, three scientists, two language specialists, two security personnel, two pilots, and one leader, and he was an Air Force colonel. There were a lot of numbers in there, but the math adds up. Basically, there were 12 people and they had various- And none of them were women. According to another person. There was 12 men aboard, two of which had boobs. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Do you mean women, sir? Nope, I don't. Let's put, I mean, this is the 80s. This is the 80s. That we're talking about. Yeah. If there were two women on board, I'm sure they would cover up the reasons those men sent two women on board with 10 men to a- alien planet for years yeah let's not go there oh <laughs> yeah that got pretty dark pretty quick i was having fun with it christian until you turn it into yeah a doctor died now i feel gross yeah one of the people that died, <laughs> the doc a doctor died from pneumonia and one of the security personnel died from injuries which they think was a fall they have pneumonia on planet serpa pneumonia is is just a lung issue i don't think it's about catching it really yeah i'm not a I felt like I caught it multiple times when my early 20s. Yeah, I think it's just fluid in the lungs. So they have fluid on planet Serp. No, I'm just kidding. Let's Jeez. continue. I'm going to stop calling them aliens or try to and call them by the names they Serpians. were given. No, Ebens. Ebens? Yeah. E B E N S. Ebens and Flowens. Yeah. I was from a different planet. Yeah, totally different. The planet was extremely hot. So it took the time to for the crew to adjust to the heat. They had to wear sunglasses and they basically covered up when they dressed they basically covered up their skin so they were wearing long sleeves and stuff because there was a higher higher radiation on this planet Mm. they took two years of food wait i'm sorry they were supposed to be gone for 10 years and they took two years of food yeah the theory i mean you couldn't take 10 years worth of food watch me (laughs) all right (laughs) watch me find a way but i guess in communicating with the evans the evans had food that could work Mm. but they took two years just to be on the safe side, they rationed it out and made it last another eight months. So after that, they had to start eating Eben food. Which, which hopefully didn't taste like Dookie or something. No. Man, I mean. I don't know how it tasted. Like eight years, you're like, oh God. Yeah. I don't know how it tasted, but it was not easily digested. Mm. The Evans tried to produce more Earth-like food, but were largely unsuccessful. But eventually the crew got used to the food and got over their gastrointestinal discomforts. R.I.P. Yeah. So R.I.P. for the Evan toilets. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> many of us have faced gast- gastrointestinal discomfort. And yeah. let me tell you, it's not a treat. I can't remember if that's in there, but I can talk to you about Evan po- Evan potty routines later. Hmm. Great. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. Yep. Me and everyone else listening. Yeah, for sure. The humans weren't restricted at all on the planet. They could go basically wherever they wanted. Hmm. It was, re- it was, I mean, these, these hosts were very kind hosts giving them information they weren't hiding from their population the existence of human beings right right are these like like physically are these beings like our classic alien greys or is it they didn't sound like it they never really described them that's weird and the reason they some people think they didn't describe them is because everybody knew what one looked like because there was one back in the united states so in these communications it just wasn't part of the part of the the explanation because everybody dealing with this program knew what they look like yeah but they there it sounded like other types of aliens visited their planet and i i believe i read that the grays were involved in in that like mm. so we weren't the only ones that visited this planet at this time yeah because i thought the the roswell aliens i thought like the alleged so you know recovered alien from that crash site was like similar to what you'd pictures like a, a your standard little gray you know? yeah yeah little. they're they're not really described at all even on the website it's just kind of left out which yeah. is weird but but then again maybe if there were the people that were in the know were familiar with them that's you wouldn't need to describe them in case the information got out yeah can't have that yeah but the evans were nice enough to build a small community that's cool for the for the humans and later on in later years they went to the northern part of the the planet because it was cooler and the evans didn't like this area that much there were only like tribal small tribes or small communities Mm -hmm. out there but it was much more tolerable to the humans nice i think they said the temperature stayed between 55 and 85 in this area that would be tolerable yeah that's like perfect minus (laughs) the 85 it depended like 85 in alaska sucks Hmm. 85 in california like this isn't too bad that's true yeah one of the problems they had there was they couldn't tell time. So, and the Evans did not view time like we did. Yeah. And they, the Evans were actually kind of confused with. Like, what do you mean? What is time? Yeah. yeah the fact that the, the humans were trying to figure out time, they just, it, they were like perplexed by it. Yeah. They're like, what are you trying to do? Isn't that kind of funny? I think we, I want to say we mentioned something as a possibility for like aliens means of travel the way they do because they view time differently than us. Right. So it's kind of funny that that would be brought up because, yeah, you're like, if people can like travel, you know, light years in the span of a few seconds or whatever, they got to view time a lot differently than we do. You know how they view time? They don't. No, I need to tell you how they view time. Uh, Let me guess. Is it a flat circle, Christian? It is. Wow. Wow. I see. I didn't have to think far on that. I'm like, what could they? I was like, oh, yes, of course it must. It's been a while. It's been a while since yeah. a flat circle. Yeah. I mean, you bring up the same song every time and you rip me for talking about time being a flat circle. Yeah. How fair is that? You know why I bring it up every time? Mm-hmm. Because it's a flat circle. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, true. It kind of comes back on itself. It does. Yeah. As a side note, I got my sister watching True Detective. She thanked me. Cool. As a side note, I went to the grocery store yesterday and picked up a jar of olives and some Tostitos. Nobody thanked me, but mm. I just thought we were throwing <laughs> useless information out there. So... So there you go. <laughs> so like, like Alaska in the summer, it never got completely dark on the planet. Nice. What, how many suns did it have? Two. Interesting. We're talking a new hope. 
Yes. I've always wondered what that looked like. These people got to experience it. Yep. Two what a sons. lucky day. Good answer. Good question. Yes. How many daughters? Though? No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> Let's continue. While time was not measured like we do, the Ebbins were very disciplined in their life. They had a, they had, they had a schedule that they could measure by the sun when it, and where it was in the sky. So similar to like ancient people. Like a sundial? So they, like pre-time is, is what we're talking here. Okay. Well, so, it's, yeah. it's just a like probably a less strict way of looking at time. Hmm. I don't know how to, I w I'm sure somebody would be able to explain it better than me. Sundials though, ancient Egypt. Right. Yeah, they weren't using always, sundials, uh... but they were using the sun and they had some kind of like towers that helped them hmm. determine the time. So that the reflection of the sun off of it or something, that was kind of yeah. vague. I didn't quite understand that one. Well, you're a but simpleton. It, but it was a similar, is, yeah. using the sun to, to tell what part of the day it is. Sure. Is no. I grasped the concept, yeah. Yeah. There were about 650,000 Ebbins, and, wow. and it was not possible to tell their age. Nice. And the crew never found any, any graves. Ebbins don't crack. Nope. Yeah. Good one. Thanks. When the, when the one person that died probably from the fall, they weren't really sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were pretty, pretty much dead on, on impact. Yeah. When they found him, the person was dead. Yeah. And the Evans kind of were just like looking at the scene. Not they're really. Like, Oops. Yeah. They, they were, <laughs> it wasn't a big deal to them until they saw some, some of the past or some of the military people crying. Yeah. And then they went over and threw hand gestures because a lot of them couldn't speak English. There were a couple of translators that had learned English somewhat. They ended up taking them to their med to this person to their me medical facility to try to help out once they realized how much the humans were, were grieving. Yeah, yeah, and they did, ran this scant like a blue light scanner, and they had a screen up similar to a screen, and the people that were the humans were basically saying it kind of looked like they were looking in the body, and they could see it like a a heat signature, and that the Evans actually got the heart started again, but. Mm -hmm. There were so many internal injuries that eventually the Evans touched like the head and, and or bowed their heads and everybody knew that the, the person was couldn't be saved. Yeah. So that person got brought back to life just to be like, oh, damn it. This hurts so much. Oh, God, please kill me. Well, I don't think that person actually like the, the heart was beating, yeah. but I don't think they had any brain brain activity. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a plus. Good. So, so, oh, they could, so that theoretically they couldn't feel pain. And also, we couldn't communicate to see if they were in pain before they. Yeah, I theoretically have had a couple of ex-girlfriends that couldn't feel pain either, so emotional pain. But oh yeah, I was I was hoping you would. I know, yeah. Well, good God, Scott, what the hell? Let's oh. go back to talking about drugs. <laughs> I don't know what. Anyway, <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. So they didn't have crime. No crime on this planet. Well, yeah. What are they? What are they going to do? It was. It was kind of like a utopia, a socialist utopia. Quasi-socialist, Quasi so not real social, socialist. Yeah. Fake Calm socialism. down, people. Yeah. We're not getting political. But they did have war. 3,000 years ago, the Evans had fought a vast 100-year interplanetary planetary conflict with a civilization from another planet, which they annihilated. Perfect. Yeah. Isn't that weird to think about? Like, you could just be sitting at your table eating a gogurt or something like that, and somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in the galaxy, these two planets are warring with each other and laser beams. And you know, a, a you good, know. when I think of them annihilating another group of, you people. picture the Death Star blowing off the planet, right? Yeah, yeah. Alderaan. Yeah. What can? What else can you do? Yeah. It was a true story. Who knew? Obviously, George Lucas. Well, obviously. So since that war, they'd been intergalactic drifters. 
So they visited a number of species and civilizations, including our own. Hmm. And then they eventually found the planet that they live on now, Serpo. All the food was grown either in fields or in large buildings. They did have animals, different types, strange beasts. They didn't really describe what the animals were like, but... They should have. That would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to know what the animals in a, somewhere else look like. And and maybe it was... Maybe if you dig, dig, dig deep enough on the website, they have some descriptions, but... Yeah, but they don't talk about that on Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, you know what I mean? We need an interstellar... Yeah, fantastic. where's the Serpo Fantastic Beasts? Exactly. Um, maybe we were the Fantastic Beasts on Serpo. That makes sense. They're looking at us like, look at these marvelous little idiots. We are kind of entertaining... In our ridiculousness. I think so. Yeah. Not just humanity in general, but I think us in general. Yeah. The two of us are somewhat entertaining. I'm entertained. Are you not entertained? Uh, is this Gladiator? We, we do pop culture references. We do. Yeah. There's a lot of quotes. Sure. Again, you jump on me for my references, but all you do is like, it's been a while or closing time. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, man, you got to stick to the classics, all right? If I know it gets under your skin, I'm like, what? Am I not going to do it every episode? Or? I yeah. am very careful now to not let you know certain songs I hate. We'll see about that. Yeah. You still find them, though. I do. So the geological makeup of the planet was different than ours. There were few mountains, no oceans, some trees or something similar to trees, and no other civilization except for the Evans. So everybody looked the same initially to our team. Yeah. So wait, you're telling me there's like no scenery on this place. It's literally just it's some. Sounded very boring. Yeah, I'm like the Instagram profiles on this Serpo probably not popping off. But the people seemed happier than us in a way. Oh, because more, yeah, more communal. Like, gotcha. Um, what they think they're better than us, Christian? Is that what you're saying? I don't think that that they thought that. Maybe the humans felt that they thought they were better than them because that sounds like a human thing. Like, look at how these troglodytes live. Yeah. They have like a, a they look like they're, they live in New Mexico or Arizona with their adobe homes, which is kind of how their homes were described by the travelers. Look at these adobe homes. So, so they look, they all look the same, but after some time, the team members learned to identify different Ebens by their voices. And again, they couldn't speak English, they, but they made noises that the team members were able to translate into English. And after Five years they had translated the entire language only took half the time there yeah and i mean what else are you doing you'll travel around look looking at, some at the few similar things that look like trees obviously but if you're spending all day trying to communicate with people you try a little harder yeah so the debriefing accounts about the language were three thousand pages and it doesn't sound like they used as many words as we do either tree now the ebon planet is located within the solar system of zeta Retic reticuli yeah Nice. Yeah. So you, popular one. And again, it had two two suns, but their angles were small and allowed some some of the darkness, but not much. Hmm. Now, when they traveled, they had something similar to a helicopter. The power system was a sealed energy device that provided electrical power and lift for the craft. And it was easy to fly. The pilots that went learned learned how to fly it pretty quickly within days. Nice. So they had vehicles which floated above the ground. And did not have any tires or wheels. So Luke Skywalker would have been impressed. I was picturing the land speeder. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, hey, there you go. Yeah. And it, later on, they found out the, the, member, the team members that returned had been exposed to high doses of radiation. Classic. And, Every time. And it says it's what ultimately killed them. The last one in Florida in 2002. So far, kooky story, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty out there. Yeah. Literally. A lot of people that you might have heard of 
have disseminated the material. Bill Cooper. Oh, old William Cooper, huh? You know who he is? Is this the uh, the guy with the four horsemen? Yeah, the pale. Behold the oh, pale behold, horse. Yeah, be, behold the pale horse. Yeah. I only got like halfway through that book. It's not very good. I thought it was fascinating. But, it's, but it's, it is fascinating. But, the you know, some books are easy to read and some aren't. Do you know what happened to that guy? I think he was shot, right? Yeah. By police or something. Or federal agents. Yeah. For tax something or yeah, tax crazy. Evasion. Ah, let's shoot this man for evading taxes. Yeah, yeah, that happens all the time. Well, I don't think it was that simple. I think he came out with a gun or something saying, get off my land. You ain't take this As is America. was his right. There's people chanting USA that are listening right now. Like, USA. No. As is his right. <laughs> but as we see by his death, we don't have. Was right. also kind of his wrong. Yeah. We, yeah. Don't, we don't quite have the rights we think we have. Yeah. Another person involved, Richard Doty. Classic misinformation agent oh i can't stand him hmm. bob lazar john lear how is bob lazar involved i think he just went over the documents oh like he so okay he, a lot of these people just went over the documents yeah. to i was like a lot of these people were probably like four years old if anything when no bob lazar is my little older than me so's richard doty yeah but didn't this happen like the early like you're talking roswell right like the information didn't come out until like 2005 yeah. That's when it came out. So after it's already over for a while, hmm. and then it was finally publicly released. Nobody yeah. knew before that. Who publicly released this information? Uh, the, the six people we talked about at the beginning, the three DIA employees and the three former DIA employees. They were- And these are ac people that actually are proven to have worked in these, or is that, is these that are, where it gets dicey? These are, this, <laughs> these are the people that are- calling themselves anonymous and kind of releasing this information yeah. anonymously. So okay. so could but, be disinformation. It could be legitimate. Yeah. My thing is you can't say that you're anonymous and then I can ask who they are and you can beg. It's these people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not very anonymous. No, no. It's, 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 it's a story that's hard to track down. Gotcha. Could go either way. Gotcha. I, I'll have a theory or two later. I'm sure you will. So, uh, a key element in the Evans' own involvement in developing humankind here on Earth, both through genetic seeding and teachers who visited the planet, notably one who dropped by some 2,000 years ago. I wonder who that could be. Wait, what? Oh, you're talking about Jesus. Yeah. Gotcha. Wait, so they think Jesus came from Serpo? They're saying that they dropped a teacher off. They didn't really say where the teacher came from. Oh. Yeah, I was like, I feel like if they looked anything like an alien, that probably would have come up at some point. Just you picture like a hippie alien with long hair. Right, exactly. Loin cloth. Yeah. Wow, nice. What kind of cloth? Robes. But I was loin cloths. I don't remember. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, know. only in, in that one scene. Only in that one scene, yeah. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Jesus, you can remove your loincloth now. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of the yellow book? The yellow book? Yeah, not the, it used not to get the, tossed on my driveway all the time. Yeah. That shit was annoying. Well, I guess this yellow book you would want to get tossed on your driveway because it was an mm. E.T. history of Earth. Gotcha. And it was a holographic device allegedly seen by Richard Doty, Bob Lazar, and others. It was a holographic device, but it's called the yellow book? Yeah. Hmm. But in, in, the, some of the, in the, some of the document or the book, it said it's not really a book. But it contains information like a book about the history gotcha. of Earth. Weird. And that's like the aliens just kept tabs on us for some reason? Kept tabs on us, helped us, helped us evolve in a way that they felt was correct. Hmm. Which oh. obviously they screwed up because we invented nuclear weapons. So now they have to babysit like, no, no, us. No, 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 wait, go back. Go yeah. back. Keep an eye on these teenagers. 
They're yep. going to kill each other. Classic. Do you think this is a legitimate story? I'm at the point in my life where any kind of story that is UFO related or alien related and when there's always the government involved, it's like, yeah, I guess I could see it. If I'm someone that believes the Majestic 12 is possible, then I have to believe that Serpo is possible, right? Yeah. That this whole story is also possible. Because I'm also, spoiler alert, someone that has heard a few stories about 20 and backs, and I have not disbelieved them. I don't know what 20 and back is. Essentially, people getting kidnapped out of their home as a child and made to work as a, a slave on like, let's say, let's use Mars as an example, right? So you're made to work as a slave on Mars for 20 years. And then oh. after it's done, they revert you back in time to when, to the night you got abducted. That and is... so it's pretty much you get abducted, you slave away for the man for 20 years, and then you go back to the night that it happened. So it's almost like it didn't happen at all. Yeah, that doesn't sound real. It doesn't sound real. Well, do nothing that we talk about sounds real. Right, that sounds way out there, man. Yeah, it's crazy way out there. But you're also talking about going even further out there to Zeta Reticuli and being on a planet with people that only have a few things that look like trees. Right. You know. So right. I mean, how how close is that? That's pretty far out as well. You know. Yeah. Two so, suns. Yeah. So if I if I hear something about twenty and backs and I and I know that alien abduction stories exist, and I know that these things happen. There is a very large gray space between these two where I'm like. Okay, anything could happen. Yeah. Technically, anything can happen. You know what gives me pause on this whole thing is the fact that Richard Doty is involved. Yeah. Every time you hear that name, you got to think, okay, what's happening here? Yeah. And, and you, I think, I don't remember which season, but I think there's, in one of the seasons, you hear me get a little angry about this guy. Oh, you do? Yeah. And, I, it, you know, for a skeptic, why would I get angry about a disinformation guy? Because you're the main disinformation guy, and it's only like it's like kind of like Highlander, where there can only be one. I don't like, give disinformation. I give information hmm. that might dis a certain theory. Precisely. So would you call that disinformation then? No, information dissed. No, dissing on information. Whatever. My information is not out there to lead people a certain way. I just say this is what I think sometimes. Hey, I want to believe. Yeah. yeah, I want to believe too. Okay, but. Here we are. Richard Doty. He doesn't want he's to He's damaged believe. this yeah. community through the years and on purpose for the U.S. government. He's a monster. I agree. And we should take him out back and do him like old Yeller. I think he's dead. Yeah, we'll take that, and, Doty. And, and I don't condone violence. Yeah, we're not going to do anything to you because you're already gone, all right? Okay. Technically, I condone violence when I play hockey, but that's it. Okay. We'll see you on the ice, Doty. Yeah. You and your corpse yeah i'm sorry r.i.p i'm not trying to be disrespectful you, but also you're struggling this early morning with a lot they of take fun. that doty no yeah it's uh, fine so one contributor to the above top secret ufo forum suggested that the serpo material was the work of alice bradley sheldon sheldon worked for the u.s air force intelligence in the 1940s and as a cia operative in the 50s before being celebrated as a new wave science fiction writer under the pseudonym James Tip Tiptree Jr. The same poster then claimed to have been feeding false Serpo information to Martinez as part of the university's sociology project before vanishing forever. Because people got mad at him in the digital void. Yeah. It's one of those stories that could go a lot of different ways. It could also be not even disinformation for the U.S., but could you, this is the Cold War, so that they leak this information out to the Russians, and the Russians are like, oh my God, they're- Like, they're, they're doing what? They're, they're, they have a relationship with another planet? We need to make more nuclear weapons and bankrupt our country, so- True. 
And that they did. Yes. And eventually the Berlin Wall fell. But that's also how we got into, you know. Witchcraft. No. no. Okay. Um, space exploration. Remote viewing. Oh, well, there you go. That I was, kind of I was stuff. probably a few guesses away yeah. from that. <laughs> yeah, because the Rus- we thought the Russians were doing it. Yeah. So And they were. Yeah. So what a crazy world we live in. We do. I mean, it's no Serpo, but. I told you I was going to get back to the potty habits. The body what now? Potty. Oh, the potty habits. Yes. Yeah. The This is the part we've all been waiting for. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to read this whole whole two paragraphs. The Evans did, did not have a physiological need to release body waste as we did. They had small collection locations in the residence for their body waste, but the Evans body was extremely efficient in processing all the food taken in. Their body waste consisted of a small amount of fecal matter, similar to a small cat dropping. Nice. Way to go, Evans. The team members never saw any urine excretion from from an Evan. <laughs> I just picture I just picture these people like whenever they go to the bathroom, they're just like peeking around a corner like, what's this guy doing? You going pee-pee? Yeah. Which is kind of true because that's how they found out how Evans have sex. Oh, that's great. Yeah, they were peeking in windows. Do you think the Evans at some point were like, what are you doing? Dude? Some Evans probably like, open the window, honey. I've yeah. into this. Yeah, this is my, <laughs> once again, kink shaming. But <laughs> hey, welcome. I wasn't shaming. That's I'm just the freaky deaky. What do you expect to happen on this podcast? That's I was fine. just saying what the Evans were in. Yeah, hey, you sometimes. Know? Sometimes. We don't know what their women were like, <laughs> if we can call them. Or is it women or webbins? Webbins. Webbins. I like webbins. Webbins. Yeah, there's Evans and webbins. But there they, you, you know, whatever somebody wants to be called, just tell me what you want. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Evans did di- dig large reception sites for the 12 members waste. They're like, okay, we, do you people shit a lot yeah. here? How's the, is this big enough for you? Goodness. Yeah. They're like, we need to get rid of that two years worth of food. They're going to like destroy our planet. You know, what's really weird is I don't. I don't know any of that story except for the part about the poop. I feel like I've heard the thing about the the way they are very efficient with their waste. So nothing else you've heard of before? I've, nothing else. Nothing else of that sounds even remotely like similar to me. But but I do remember at some point hearing about an alien species that it, their digestive system were almost exactly like what you described. Almost all the alien species that I've heard about, they're much more efficient than us. So. So it makes sense. Yeah, and and we're a messy species anyway. I mean, to some extent, sure. I mean, we like to kill everything and yeah, but that's because it's so fun. No, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That you know, it's the story is a fun story. I mean, it has a book and a decent sized website about it. It is pretty wacky. Yeah. Um, to think that we would have done that. Now, let's be honest. If some we had a way of communicating with aliens back. In the the fifties, we would have mm. done it if we communicated and got along with them. We would have sent soldiers there. Yeah, I mean that's what we did. Yeah, that's what we do. We're like, okay, now we have a base here. Yeah, U.S. has a base light years away from our planet for obvious reasons, and we could be mad about not knowing about it or it being kept secret. But that's what we want our government to do because that would maybe theoretically protect us. Now the question is, what on Serpo? would we be harvesting because we're not just there out of the kindness of our hearts is there some kind of material maybe we're not harvesting anything but we have the backing of an alien species that already annihilated another 
that would be a nice that'd be a nice get yeah so when you got like a say if we get into modern times and we have that information and russia's like we're gonna use nukes in ukraine like all right well we're gonna get an alien race to blow up our entire planet yeah you know all that yeah all that stuff we we were secretly feeding you about us communicating with the evans it's true and they've annihilated somewhere they can pick you right off the map you know so that is what any powerful country would do especially the u.s yeah that is uh yeah that would check out and Back then, it would have probably been easy to find soldiers to do that. Probably still, there's probably still soldiers out there. They, I mean, we know that they, certain soldiers disappear from the records and are involved with black ops or, or, or those type of things throughout. That the, does happen. You know, since, since the end of World War II, we've been doing that stuff. The Cold War yeah. has made us do some crazy things. That is true. Yeah. And if we had the opportunity, we would definitely be on another planet. We've, we've all heard the stories about how. You know, there were aliens found alive at Roswell. Mm. Could this be a disinformation or somebody trying to make everybody look stupid that believes in stuff to so yeah. that when they when those those people have legitimate information, they look dumb because Richard Doty convinced them Project Serpo was an actual thing? Maybe. Yeah. I think even if this wasn't real at all, like if everything in that story that you just mentioned was completely made up, it still doesn't like cancel out alien existence. No, they could be two separate things. I mean, like, because we, it's almost a, like a legitimate guarantee at this point that there's something out there, whether it be, you know, aliens from distant galaxies or demons or angels or whatever the hell you want to call it that we just don't understand that flaming wheels in the sky. Like there's something out there. This is just one take on what is out there. Like right. There's stories, countless stories of people witnessing these things prove their existence. They just don't prove the reasoning behind their visits or anything like that. Yeah. So this is just a take on it. This is an outrageous story that might be fake, but it also could be just disinformation. Maybe we didn't go to Planet Sir. There's Circle. a third option there. Maybe we went somewhere else. And this is uh, just a distraction, you know, or again, maybe it was put out there to scare the Russians into doing things. Who knows? We went to Planet Burpo <laughs> and we met with the Burpians. And the Burpians were Scott. They were, or no, (laughs) but yeah, so I don't know. Like, so it's, it's hard for me to just sit here and be like, yeah, that definitely happened. This is the first time I've heard that story. So I can't say for sure. I haven't looked into it or anything like that, but the, the fact that there are, there's something out there flying in our skies that we're unfamiliar with what it actually is means to me that there's a small thread that any crazy story can be linked to, whether that be Planet Serpo, 20 and Bax, you know, Roswell, alien crashes, all that, all that stuff has a a common thread of something in our skies and a extraterrestrial existence of some kind. And a government that's kept it hidden for a long time and still continues to do so, even though they say they're releasing stuff and we get footage from Navy pilots that is hard to explain we still don't know anything as u.s or even world citizens yeah you know this is you know you have plenty of scientists out there and skeptics that say no way Mm -hmm. but there's something going on in the skies yeah so there's got to be there's it doesn't necessarily have to be aliens but something's going on so yeah that actually that clip we watched before or i was watching before we started recording this morning um with ryan graves from the his episode on joe rogan when he talked about the video that they shot of the alien, like one of those crafts that Rogan's always going on about. He mentioned a story about, you know, these two jets taking off and something flying between them. <clears throat> and one of the pilots didn't see it, but the other one like literally landed, went in full gear, was like, yo, I saw this thing. Like, I know what it looked like. And he explained it as like a black triangle or black square 
cube with like a translucent circle around it. Right. Like the edges of this cube were touching the the sphere around it, but it was translucent. What is that? UFOs are so much better now than they used to be. Yeah, but a lot of like cubes, man. Like what is it? What's the cube? What's with that? You know what I mean? That's probably like the navigation system. Uh, you, you talk to Sam Tripley or something like that. He'll be like, that's the black cube of Saturn. And they're on, <laughs> they're on to us. And I'm like, okay. Uh, like, which... so you just can't, you just don't really know, man. You just have no, like, that's, that's what's like, I can't ever say definitively that I 100% don't believe some. There's just so yeah. much crazy shit out there that it's hard for me to be like, there's no way that happens. Isn't the black cube of Saturn just basically a way of saying the devil? Yeah. It's some, it's some kind of like satanic cult yeah. is what it like boils down to at the end of the day. But which Still. is which but the idea that they're actually they're ballsy enough to just fly a black cube in the sky what get out no you know though us humans are really a difficult group of people so they would need to show off like that to otherwise we'll, we first thing we're going to do is launch a missile at them yeah, like, i don't know what that is but let's blow it up yeah uh, so if they can show that they can pull this kind of stuff we might be like okay maybe we don't want to blow them up maybe we want to be friends and go to their planet for 10 years yeah most, I think most alien civilizations probably come here as like a vacation spot. It looks pretty dope. You know, like as far as scenery goes. Maybe they come here as a warning to their bet. Maybe, maybe aliens, you know how moms have the stories we always talk about to scare their children. Maybe aliens come down here to bring their kids. See, this is what yeah. happens if you don't listen to us. Yeah, this is beyond, beyond scared straight. <laughs> Earth edition. No. See some people fighting in the middle of a Best Buy over some Xbox controller that has shiny LED lights or something. Like, this could happen to you, son. Hey, hey it's time to go to Earth. It's almost Black Friday. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> what see. are they doing? <laughs> They're tearing each other apart. For what? For new TVs, of course, you idiot. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah who's, who's to say? Who's Why don't to they say, just really? go down to the to the place and pick one up? They're, we don't even have to pay for our yeah. TVs. I know. Yeah. We could, we could learn a lot, apparently. Yep. Let's Star Trek this shit. Yeah, let's Star Trek this shit. So anyway, so uh, you you read that story. You did all the research for this episode, Christian. What do you feel about Planet Serpo then? Do you believe this at all? Or do you think it's 100% just, I'm going to say it again, hogwash? I I am troubled by Richard Doty. That makes it hard for me yeah. to believe certain things because of what he's done. Yeah. And I mean, I, I do believe we would do that if we had the, op if we had the opportunity. Since mm -hmm. I was a little kid walking through supermarkets... The National Enquirer has been saying that we've been doing this. Yeah, the National Enquirer is like a magazine that's pretty much run by Richard Doty's, if anything. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he started it all. Yeah, they, it's probably all dark CIA money. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I I don't tend to believe this story as much, but I believe it could happen, and it yeah. possibly did happen. It, it doesn't take much for it to be credible at that point like it just a couple things to come to light and you're like okay so yeah that's possible you know well and the fact that they released some people it had released this information to other people to get it out in public yeah. makes me wonder if it's a misdirection you know maybe we're in a different part of the universe you know maybe there's stuff so you think it happened just not say to reticuli <laughs> they're, they're like somewhere in the milky way like hey here's this right here right next door to the pale blue dot i mean there's we have the alien abduction stories that are kind of against our will but we also yeah. have the stories that the government government has made a, a deal yeah that's you know? the more common one yeah that, hey yeah you have free reign to use people like cattle right and some of those people supposedly were impregnated and all kinds of stuff so who knows yeah we have I, a, a guest possibly coming on the show within the next few weeks that may have a story or two that could lend some uh credibility to that thought process yeah maybe we'll we'll get back to this topic but yeah 
I I struggle with this story, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. If there are aliens, this definitely happened. Yeah. If there are such thing as aliens. Which is and great they, news for you because yeah. that there's definitely something in the skies, like if, I mentioned. If there's aliens that have communicated with the U.S. government, this definitely happened. Mm. Let me put it that way. Wow. Not just that there's aliens, but if they're communicating yeah. with our government, this happened. But also, if they communicate with our government, they're probably communicating with the other, other government. So can we really trust them? Yeah, it's also pretty weird. Like, you got to think from their perspective. It's like, how many people are on this earth and why do they all have different opinions on stuff? Yeah, why don't, like, they're they're all, like, ignorant. Yeah. They're, like, making their lives harder because they they hate each other. Yeah. Why do they all look so sexy? We all look alike. What the the hell's going on with this place? And then everyone unique? What? Gross. And then one of the other ones was like, let me tell you how it used to be when we were the Nephilim. Mm, and we're back <laughs> yeah you guys thought this was planet serpo nope it's nephilim part one or 10 or 15. nephilim mentioned part 1 million but yeah episode we still haven't done an actual episode but yeah man i mean the great news for our listeners is that this is probably the closest that we've been able to, to get you to like changing sides like all you need is to know that aliens at any point in time communicated with our government or exist and you're on board with this if you could prove that to me, I'm on yeah. board. Unfortunately, we won't be able to prove it to him, but yet everyone listening is like, well, I've been proving it. So I guess in my head, Christian's a believer. Nice. That's, that's fair. I can handle that. That is fair. I believe some things, not demons, maybe aliens. Okay. I do believe alternate realities. In which there might be demons and aliens. So there. True. Yeah, I brought it right back. Believed. This is our last You've episode. Believe, yes. Scott finally convinced me we have nothing else to talk about. Now I just sit here alone and talk about stuff that everyone believes in. Goodbye. No, <laughs> one of these episodes. Well, I just want to end it randomly. Yeah, which is one random word. But yeah, no, it sounds an interesting story. Uh, again, shout out to Jeremy for sending that in. You are both a legend and a scholar. And it, and if we miss something that you wanted to hear about, Jeremy, let us know. We can we can circle back. Yeah, we can serpo back. Serpo, <laughs> totally. It's fine. It's fine. I gotta squeeze a few more jokes in there somehow. But yeah, so fascinating topic. Yeah, I'm surprised I haven't heard more about that. Then again, I just kind of like just meander, wander aimlessly the digital wasteland that is the internet, looking for weird stuff. So I, I don't always find it. Sometimes it comes to me. I've had this book sitting on my shelf for like five years, and here we are. Yeah. So when you get on my case for not believing, I actually have books in my house. Hey, I have books in my house too, Christian. All right. That I actually read about these subjects. Oh. Yeah, I don't read mine. They're just aesthetic, but but it's fine. Again, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if you could do us a favor, just rate the show five stars. Get it over with. Get it out of your system. You know you want to. You can find us on social media. Talk about the episode. Uh, discuss future episodes. Ask us questions. Communicate with with friends. Make some friends in the comments. Whatever you want to do, at Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and at TFT Paranormal on TikTok. Yeah, find us. Come and find us. Give us a topic you want to hear about. I lo- it's That's been right. a lot of fun when somebody suggests something and you can sit down and look into it. Very true. Very true. So do that. Make Christian's Day, everyone. Make Christian's Day. In the meantime, we will be right back here next week to talk about the beginnings of MK Ultra. I have a a certain person in mind. I'm not going to mention it here because basically he was unknown through much of his time serving the U.S. government. There you go. Everyone loves a good mystery. Find out next week right here on the Freaky Deaky. Hit up the merch store at thefreakydeaky.com. In the meantime, we will see you right back here.
on the Freaky Deaky. Goodbye. That's good timing. China was like, I have to pee. Demons are real.